Welcome to another edition of Locked on Panthers, your favorite Florida Panthers podcast in the potosphere. We are excited to be here today talking about your cats, your favorite NHL team. Well, at least I assume uh, they are if you're listening to our show today. We've got a lot of things to talk about. The Florida Panthers find themselves uh, still a couple points back in the Eastern Conference playoff race, looking for that third spot in the Atlantic Division. Uh, We're going to talk about that. Also, it's game day in Dallas, Texas, as the Florida Panthers are looking to take on the Dallas Stars in tonight's matchup. uh, Kind of a little bit of a later game that will determine uh, if the Panthers stay in the race for third in the Atlantic Division. My name is Josh, and I'm part of PantherParkway.com, and with me as always is my good friend and yours, Frank Rikas. Happy game day, everybody. Frank Rikas here from PantherParkway.com, and uh, you're listening to our favorite Panther podcast, Locked on Panthers. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where Josh and I bring you, the fans, your favorite podcast with your favorite hockey team every day. Every single day, Frank. We're here and we're talking Panthers. And of course, uh, we have to talk about tonight's big matchup against the Dallas Stars. Of course, the Florida Panthers uh, find themselves uh, three points back uh, from the Toronto Maple Leafs. And they're going uh, into this game tonight uh, playing uh, a simultaneous uh, game as the Maple Leafs uh, play the Nashville Predators. The Panthers play uh, another Central Division team in the Dallas Stars. Both teams hoping uh, to get a leg up on the other. The Toronto Maple Leafs currently uh, sitting with 81 points, uh, which is good for third in the Atlantic Division. The Florida Panthers uh, out of the playoff picture right now with 78 points, three points behind Toronto and uh, so, yes, it's going to be an interesting uh, evening. Of course, the Panthers do still have that game in hand, which helps. But uh, this is the time of the season, Frank, where the Panthers must bank points. So the question then becomes for Florida Panthers faithful. For those in Pantherland listening to our morning podcast here at Locked on Panthers, here's the question I know is in your minds. Which Panther team are we going to see tonight? <laughs> is this the Panther team that has lacked luster uh, since the All-Star break and struggled uh, to defend, uh, struggled to score, and just, well, struggled? Or is this going to be the Panther team that looked so good in Monday night's tilt against the St. Louis Blues uh, where they won that game and looked like a playoff team? So, Frank, predictions. Which team do we see tonight? And what should Panther fans be thinking about when it comes to this game in Dallas. Ooh, so for a little Dallas preview here, um, which team is the, are the Panthers going to be? Well, you know, they've spent their career uh, being Jekyll Hyde for you know, a lot of seasons, and you know, we cannot afford uh, to have the lackluster, lackadaisical, and non-caring, no-heart Panthers take the ice uh, tonight. We need to see the same team that we've seen over the last two, three games. Uh, the team that plays, you know, solid, tight defense. The team that's winning puck battles. The team that's winning the board battles. The team that's 
playing a little bit more physical than we've seen all season, uh, even with Keith Yandel throwing a couple hits in the last game, which I still look at the score sheet, Josh. He's not been credited with, but maybe they were phantom hits. But anyway, um, the Panthers need to take these two points, regardless if it's a Western Conference team or not. Uh, this is continually another must-win game because the next game, which maybe we'll get into later on uh, in the show, is against New Jersey, which is you know a game that they should win. So um, which team are we going to see? Ultimately, I think that if your goaltender tonight is Chris Drieger, you're going to see the team that we've seen over the last two, three games. That's just my feeling. Um, as of right now, while we record this show, uh, it is unknown who is going to be the starter. Sergey Bobrovsky is back um, practicing, but will he play is another story. I have a funny feeling that even if he's 100% healthy, I think that Quinville has to go with Chris Rieger. I don't see any way that he can't. I mean, Chris Rieger has just been so phenomenal uh, for the Panthers in all of his starts, and uh, he's been playing out of his mind, honestly, and way above expectations. Uh, but yeah, it's really going to matter which team decides to show up uh, in Dallas. You know, the Dallas Stars, they've been struggling. Um, they haven't been great. Uh, they're probably not the heaviest team in the league, um, even with additions of Joe Pavelski and Corey Perry, uh, two West Coast uh, retreads there. Uh, they don't play that game. So it's going to be very interesting to see if the Panthers go all out and match intensity right away um, or if they do this thing that they've done time after time where they sit back and let the play come to them. If that happens, if the Panthers let the play come to them, uh, not going to probably go too well for the Cats. But if they are able to uh, go out there and dictate the pace of play, uh, get a goal early on in the game to try to set up that dominance and work from uh, a position of strength, uh, they have a very good chance against this Dallas team that's kind of uh, got its tail between its legs right now. And uh, the Panthers have to take advantage of that uh, to try to get a leg up in the standings. This is where, Frank, and, and I want to get your thoughts on this, this is where the killer instinct has to come in now. Uh, that extra gear, that good teams, great teams, championship teams uh, pull in the final, you know, 15 to 20 games of the season, uh, where they, uh, go in for the kill and they get the job done. They get the points. That's what the Panthers need to do tonight. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the game where, you know, you get a lead and you, you, you continue to build on that lead and you do the old proverbial, uh, you know, step on your opponent's throat. And this is exactly how the Panthers need to be. I mean, Dallas has a pretty decent record at home, um, 19, 11 and three, um, prior to this game but that doesn't mean that they've played all that well in general i mean they are in third place in the central division but i look at their um uh, the uh the, the scoring leaders in the roster and they've got some guys that are having some really off years uh tyler sagan 17 goals 33 assists for 50 points that's not great uh captain jamie ben 19 goals 20 points 20 assists for 39 points that's way off uh, his normal pace. Uh, Alexander Radulov, 15 and 19. So, you know, you've got some guys that have historically been much better point producers that are just not producing those points. And it's interesting to me that they've managed to find themselves in third place 
uh, in a playoff spot in the Central Division. And all this happening with uh, a coaching change that happened right around, what was it, very close to Christmas time, sometime uh, in December when Rick Bonus took over from the, um, the terminated um, – Montgomery, what was his first name? I can't remember. Jim Jim, Montgomery, right. So, you know, he's kept their head above water, and they've probably played a little bit better in spurts, but uh, they're kind of sputtering right now. And it's a perfect opportunity for the Panthers to jump on it. Again, you've got to take that killer instinct. You've got to win games when they are uh, presented to you, and this is going to be a big deal uh, tonight. In fact, this whole weekend is going to be a pretty big deal. We'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, but I think this is definitely a winnable game. And uh, if the Panthers can get some production out of their top line, uh, this is a game that they could easily uh, put in the win column. Uh, so it's just going to be a matter of uh, how much do they want it and how hard they play uh, coming out of, uh, you know, coming out into Dallas uh, tonight. So it's going to be very interesting uh, to see what happens. All right, Frank, I want to talk more about the Panthers' playoff positioning. Now, I'll be the first to admit that uh, we had a funeral for the Panthers on this (laughs) show, and we talked about how their chances uh, were pretty much over, but they managed to kind of walk backwards into the position that they're in uh, with the Maple Leafs really uh, faltering over the last couple of weeks. And uh, here they are, still only a couple of points out of the playoffs, a handful uh, definitely within reach of that uh, third spot. Uh, big weekend for the Florida Panthers. Of course, uh, tonight, the Dallas game, we've already talked at length about that. But you've also got uh, two matchups this week, uh, or this weekend plus, I suppose, if you count Monday as part of the weekend. Uh, two matchups um, that really uh, feature teams that are very, what we would say, uh, beatable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You've got uh, the New Jersey Devils on Saturday night and the Detroit Red Wings on Monday night, actually followed by a, a back-to-back game there on Tuesday against Winnipeg. But particularly when we're talking about uh, New Jersey and Detroit and even Winnipeg in a sense, uh, we're talking about teams that have really struggled this season. Uh, the Devils... Um, I think uh, I'm looking at the standings here. Uh, the Devils are considered the uh, in the bottom, uh, I guess, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, the bottom six of the NHL. Uh, the Red Wings are the worst team in the NHL. Uh, so Beth, definitely both these teams are out of the playoffs, out of contention, and both these teams uh, are definitely beatable this season. Uh, the Panthers have to win those kind of games. So conceivably, if the Panthers are able to pull off uh, a win tonight in Dallas and then get an opportunity, uh, and that's what it is. It's an opportunity for them to get to play uh, Detroit and um, New Jersey. There's a really good chance that they can bank you know, five out of uh, six available points over the next three games. In contrast to this opportunity, the Panthers find themselves uh, – presented with uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs um, are going to have a little bit of a different schedule. They're playing Nashville tonight, but on Saturday night, they have to play Boston. So uh, two much better teams uh, facing uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. And of course, uh, in just a couple of weeks, the Maple Leafs uh, will face the Panthers. So uh, it's going to be a a big weekend in Pantherland as far as points go. Uh, What are your thoughts, Frank, about this playoff? Well, 
uh, again, uh, the, the team that we've been seeing recently is the team that has to show up for these games. You know, and they, they and they can't take these other two opponents after the Dallas game tonight. They can't take New Jersey or uh, Detroit very lightly. You know, Detroit, believe it or not, uh, has played better in spurts recently. So just because they are the worst team, sometimes when you get that in your head, uh, you think, well, they're the worst team in the league. We don't have to, you know, do 100% or we can coast and we can pick our spots. That's exactly what you don't want to do. Uh, the Panthers need to put that game away early. They need to put the New Jersey game away early. And they need to do it in uh, really astounding fashion because they need the confidence. Uh, they need the goal scoring. They need their defense to be shut down. Um, and they need the momentum as they continue to head into the playoff race because, you know, no game is easy in the NHL anymore. I don't give a darn what the heck your record is. No game is easy. On paper, teams are beatable, but Josh, you know as well as I do, you wake up, you're not feeling right, you're not 100%, and all of a sudden you find yourself on the wrong end of the win column, and the Panthers can ill afford that at this point in time in the season. And hopefully we're not pointing back to any of these games coming up as the game that kept them out of the postseason. Uh, hopefully we're not pointing to any other games previous to this um, that aren't pointing uh, you know, to them missing the playoffs. But uh, I fully expect them to be on their toes. I fully expect them to come out um, you know, with some aggression and continue playing that physical uh, brand of hockey that we've seen recently because that's what it's going to take if they expect to do any kind of damage in the playoffs. Well, yeah, I mean, not just uh, damage in the playoffs, but, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is a time of penance for the Panthers. They could have put away uh, and banked some of these points earlier in the season, and instead there was quite a few nights where we were left shaking our heads going, uh, did these guys get the memo that there was a game tonight? Uh, so this is going to be the time now where they have to make up for that, and they're going to have to get to bank these points when they're available. It's good for them that they're against teams that are, on paper, like you said, Frank, not great, but uh, paper and reality can be two different things. And almost any given night, uh, you know, a team that can be the worst team in the NHL can still be a team uh, that looks like the best uh, team in the NHL. Case in point, Sunday night, uh, this last weekend, the Red Wings beat the Lightning. So uh, it happens. And uh, knowing that it happens means the Panthers have to be prepared uh, to play hard uh, in those games. But um, at least they're not having to play against uh, the Bostons and Tampa Bays and uh, you know some of the hotter teams in the league right now. So, uh, yeah, Panthers need to come out. They need to play the game the way that they, we, they showed on Monday night that they can. Uh, and they have to play that way pretty much from now till uh, the playoffs and through the playoffs, like you said. So it's a big night. But tonight's going to be a, a very uh, uh, a very big uh, marker. It's going to be a flag to kind of show us how which team is going to be showing up over the next few games. How they play in Dallas tonight should determine that. All right, Frank, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the Panthers and the postseason and kind of what all of this means, because I have kind of a uh, I have kind of a, a, a I don't know if it's a, a, a fee, I guess it's a fear. It's a fear mm -hmm. that I want to throw out to you. And I want I need some therapy, Frank, I need <laughs> you to, to counsel me. On all right. Here, here's my fear. I have a, a, a fear. 
and, and I say this with all the love for the Panthers in my heart that I have, but I have a fear that the Panthers make the playoffs this season. And the result of that is a congratulatory pat on the back all the way around for Panthers management and no changes happen in the offseason. Hmm. And it's so interesting to me that, you know, our future as a franchise could be determined by whether the Panthers make the playoffs or not this season, regardless of what happens in the playoffs. Because um, right now, if the Panthers miss the playoffs, I feel like there's a real trajectory towards change. We talked about it last yeah. week. You know, Elliot, Elliot Friedman talking about how the Panthers are looking at their core and asking, is this core good enough? And how they're evaluating the talent. And there's there's talk about, you know, is Dale, Chal- is Dale Talon uh, the guy to lead this team to the promised land? There's questions about, you know, all these different things. And now that they're kind of back within striking distance. Do you think that if the Panthers make the playoffs, all of that goes off the table and everyone's happy and everyone does high fives and they go, look, we're fine. Uh, So I have this fear uh, that the Panthers might walk backwards into not making necessary changes in the off season. So counsel me, Frank. Well, my son, (laughs) Uh, I think your fears are valid and I hope that they're wrong because, let's face it, even if the Panthers make the playoffs, even if they get out of the first round, um, you cannot tell me that this roster is good enough as is to continue growing and continue to be a Stanley Cup contender. Uh, there are some issues. There are some problems. There are some things that still need to be fixed. So let's not get on the false hope of the you know the little run that they go on, uh, indicating that hey everything is okay, everything is not okay, and there's going to be some changes. Now there's going to be changes, Josh, just because there's going to be changes because you know free agency is going to affect this team uh, severely on the the forward unit. So there's a lot of talk, you know, about um, Mike Hoffman and Evgeny Dadnov that the Panthers cannot sign both. And truth be told, the Panthers probably cannot sign both. But what happens if the Panthers cannot sign either? Now you've got a problem. Now the rumor is, or the feeling is, that if Mike Hoffman is not re-signed, that Owen Tippett will be the heir apparent to Mike Hoffman. Similar player, great shot, doesn't really play defense very much, although Hoffman has been contributing a little bit more lately. Um, So you kind of think that maybe that might wash each other out. But if Dadnov doesn't sign, and even if he does, Dadnov is a year older. You know, not saying he's lost a step, but uh, he's gone through some scoring droughts this year. So the forwards uh, are going to need some help. And I looked at uh, the unrestricted free agency list uh, the other night uh, to see who's out there. And I'm telling you, it's slim pickings. So um, you're going to lose one of those two guys for sure. I I just don't see the Panthers signing both. And we still have to address the defense. There is no way that the Panthers can go into next season with this defensive unit. Then we have the goaltending issue. What are we going to do with goaltending? 
And is Bobrovsky going to come back true to form? Is Chris Drieger really the goaltender we're seeing, or is this just like a, a one-off mirage? Uh, remember the guy that we had a few years ago, Harry Sateri, who everybody was yelling and screaming for to sign, and all of a sudden uh, he becomes a free agent. He's not signed. He ends up going to Detroit, and I don't know where he is now. He might be in the KHL. Uh, I hope that doesn't happen for Drieger because, you know, he seems to be a very serviceable backup. But um, I have to tell you, Josh, your fear is valid, but I am banking on the fact that they will still do some sort of improvement. Otherwise, they may make the playoffs this year. If they keep this same roster and make zero improvements, they won't make the the playoffs next year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't feel any. I, I don't, don't think that makes bad. you feel any better. I mean, <laughs> hey, listen, truth hurts. You know, you, you're not going to come here for me to tell you what you want to hear. You're going to ask me the for the quest the questions, and I'm going to give you the truth. And honestly, I'm sorry, but you know, I'm not going to tell you to take a couple uh, aspirin, and you know, you'll be okay. Um, you're, it's I'm with you. I, I I have that same fear. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, it's going to be really frustrating. If that's what ends up happening, because, um, you know, the Panthers have to make improvements and they might be good enough this season to get a playoff spot. Uh, but that does not mean that they should uh, not be considering the future and trying to figure out uh, what the next steps are, because they uh, they definitely should be trying to figure those things out. Uh, they've definitely put themselves in a, in a weird position uh, defensively, um, and there's guys that are going to come up, and I think uh, you know we'll talk about that. Uh, there's guys who are going to come up, and they're going to be part of this team in the in the near future, and uh, that's going to be important. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's it's frustrating to uh, it's frustrating to think about them making the playoffs and that being justification for just kind of sticking with the status. Yeah, quo. and you know again, I'm looking at the forwards that are available in free agency, and boy. It, it does not look good, especially if you're trying to save money. I mean, the one name that kind of pops up is someone that you might consider is Tyler Toffoli, but I don't think he's on anybody's radar as, oh, there's a forward we got to grab, you know, that's an unrestricted free agency. He's really going to help us, you know. I mean, he's a he's a, a role player, a bit player. He's a complementary piece, and the Panthers have enough complementary pieces. Uh, and I'm, now I'm taking a look at uh, the defense and if we're looking for, you know, the nasty, hard-nosed defensemen, uh, there's a few. But the question is, are the Panthers going to be willing to pay for them? And, you know, maybe the way to improve the defense is via trade. Hard to know. I mean, it really is. So hopefully uh, the Panthers don't uh, make those choices and they are able to uh, be honest about the roster, even if they make the playoffs and uh, – We'll look forward to seeing what happens. Either way, huge game tonight in Dallas. We know you're going to be watching. We're going to be watching too. Make sure you follow along on Twitter at Panther Parkway. We have all sorts of great stuff there. Uh, All the articles that are posted to PantherParkway.com post there as well as in-game gifts, thoughts, highlights, jokes. We have all (laughs) sorts of fun stuff. So make sure you check out... uh, at Panther Parkway. You can also follow Frank at Frank Rikus, and you can follow me at Josh underscore L O 
Panthers. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you subscribe to Locked On Panthers wherever podcasts are sold. And uh, make sure uh, you smash that subscribe button so you get this podcast every single day. And hey, you feel free to leave us a review. Just uh, make it good. And uh, we'll uh, enjoy reading those as well. So for this edition of Locked On Panthers, I'm Josh. I'm Frank. Thanks.